0: McDowell Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and Cook Mortgage LLC, and Rio Body Center. And now here's your host, Skip Hall.
1: Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, I hope you'll forgive me, my voice is a little shaky today, but I feel fine and we'll uh, we'll just bear with me and we'll get uh, we'll get this show underway. I've got two special guests today and they are Cody Pickett the basketball coach at Eagle High School, and Carly Pickett, the wife, the homemaker, the scheduler, the round-up, the kids, and get them where they need to go. And and so a coach's wife, in my book, is a VIP, very important person. And uh, maybe they don't get enough credit, but uh, I sure want to dish it out. So let's start with Cody. Um, Cody, let's go back and have you share your story, just kind of go from where you grew up and march us up to this point in time. And first of all, though, welcome
2: to game plan for life i appreciate it skip thanks for having us come in today We're, we're excited to be here so i appreciate it that's that's great so let's have you tell your story cody yeah so i'm a guy that uh grew up in caldwell um grew up in caldwell um was a four sport athlete at caldwell high school met my wonderful wife in high school at Caldwell and uh was very fortunate to go to the University of Washington and play football yes sir um was was a five-year letterman at the University of Washington started for three years yes sir go dogs yeah go dogs absolutely was was fortunate to get drafted by the uh, San Francisco 49ers uh was there for a couple seasons uh my third year I got traded to the Houston Texans um, and then i kind of started a wild football journey for the next five or six years of my life i uh, went to nfl europe for a season uh, came back signed with the raiders and then uh, i played in canada for five five seasons and that was when i kind of got my coaching start i came back for a for a off-season break and right. and uh, my dad we were hanging out one night and he said hey you're gonna help coach your little sister's game the next day i'm like dad you know i gotta go coach little girls basketball long story short Out of respect for my dad, because I do what he says, I was there the next day and helped coach that that little team. And um, yeah, here I am 12 years later being a high school uh, varsity basketball coach. That's how I got my start coaching. married... Carly, my wonderful wife here yes. in 2010, and we've got three little ones now. and I coach a lot of their sports as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does a great job getting us all organized because we have a lot going on in our lives. <laughs> can I can imagine.
1: Well, yeah. also, I wanted to mention your dad is Cody Pickett. Cody played quarterback for the Broncos D-Pickett, back back, D Pickett. What did I say? <laughs> you said yeah. Cody, Cody. Well, you're Cody, <laughs> <laughs> his, his dad is D Pickett, who was uh. A football player at Boise State back in the day, but also a rodeo champion.
2: And did rodeo ever enter into your mind? Uh, you know, it's funny, on the way here, I was getting uh, getting a, a day set up uh, to go rope some steers on Sunday with a good really? buddy of mine, Rob McGarvin. So, uh, yeah, I, I was. that was one of the things I grew up with. And my first babysitter was probably a, a Shetland pony out there in the middle of the, <laughs> of the arena. Go. And that's kind of where I got my start throwing footballs was turning steers out and yeah. playing catch with my dad on the horse on the way back. So something I was very involved with throughout high school, didn't ride for about 20 years, and then, like I said, a good buddy of mine, Rob, started roping a couple years ago. And so mm-hmm. I sneaked down and, and roped him three or four times a really year. Rope a little. Yeah, rope a little bit. Yeah. That's great. That's
1: great. Well, Carly, let's switch to you and have okay. you tell your story. Let's go back in time.
0: Well, same thing. I grew up in Caldwell, and Cody and I met in high school. I was not as much into the athletics as he was. I grew up with a single mom of five kids. and Wow. Yeah, so um, when he went to Washington, I stayed home and worked. Worked and went to Boise State and right. got my teaching degree. And we dated all through college. I Most weekends when there was home games, the Huskies were playing. I was in the car on a Friday afternoon with his mom heading up to Seattle yeah, to yeah. spend the weekend. Graduated from Boise State, got my teaching degree, started teaching third graders. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, then we got married in 2010 and I taught for, was it? 12, no, three or four years. 12 years yeah another three or four years until our third was born and then we decided that me being at home was probably the best place right at that uh, time in our life so absolutely and, so i've kind of been home like you said the ultimate schedule maker and yep, yep, yep. organizer of <laughs> all that kind of stuff yeah
1: it's so important well tell us about your kids ages and so forth.
0: So Cash is just about to turn 12. We've got about less than a month. He'll turn 12. Maisie is our next one, our little middle child girl. She will be 10 in less than a month. We like to pack everything right into yes. one time of the year. Right. Cruz, our six-year-old, will turn seven next week. Mm. Um, they are all doing a lot of things. Right. Like Cody was telling you earlier, Cash... Loves football. He loves basketball. He loves golf. He loves to get on a horse and watch his dad rope. He wishes he could rope. He mm-hmm. wants to learn. You'll
1: get there one yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maisie loves basketball, volleyball. She go- is trying out golf a little bit too. And Cruz is doing a little bit of everything too, including baseball, golf, football, basketball. Yep. We, we're just we're just all over the place. <laughs> whatever whatever yeah. the sport is, exactly season, whatever season is you know, is going. Yeah. I've got a
1: grandson that, that's exactly that way too, and just goes from one thing to the next to the mm-hmm. next, and that's good. You know, I I feel sorry for some of these kids that get one sport and do it all year round. You know, right. I'm fearful they're going to get burned out, and it's it's mm-hmm. not 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 going to be the experience that could be if they played different sports and got different experiences and met different people. and right. But, you know, that's that's their choice. But that's good. You've got a house full of uh, athletes and and uh, school kids and all that. So that's wonderful. Well, Cody, I know that you've had a lot of success at Eagle High School with, with coaching, and you started out as the girls' basketball coach. I think you coached there for six years. Is that right?
2: Yeah, seven, seven seasons. Seven, seven seasons. seasons. Okay. Yeah, we – made it to the state tournament six years in a row and had a pretty good run there. That's,
1: that's great. And then obviously the, the boys basketball job opened up and, and you were all over that one, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was, uh you know, it was kind of a, with the girls, you know, being there seven seasons, there was some turnover on the guy's side. It opened two or three times prior, mm-hmm. uh, but I just loved coaching the girls. It wasn't the right time. And right. we had a good run. And like I said, we played, and we, we played in six straight state tournaments. Played in three state championships in a row. Won one, but had a good run with the girls. And I uh, had a a large senior class graduating the time that it opened the last time. And thought, you know what? It's 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 time to throw my name in the hat and see if I can switch over to the guys. So we've had three years, made it to the state tournament three years in a row. Been some challenging, uh, challenging things with COVID, getting it started and things oh, like that. It's yeah. been kind of weird, but I feel like we, we're settled into uh, to, to how we're going to grow as a program. And I've got a great group of kids. Admin support at, at Eagle is fantastic, and uh, just great families there. So we're excited about our future and, and about what it what it holds for us.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, being around good kids, uh, not just players, but good good people. You know, academically uh, interested players as well, you know, and student athletes and and that's what's fun about coaching. Well, Carly, during these seasons now, obviously you're yeah. Uh, you're Yeah. <laughs> you're an Uber driver and you yeah. different hats that you put on and and uh, how do you manage to get everything done?
0: You know, when the kids were younger, it was a bit more challenging and I I remember in my mind saying, "Okay, the games last. They don't even start till seven thirty, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock was 730. it? Seven thirty. And I knew. I mean, that was bedtime. So yeah. it was when they were little. It was okay. We've got to get all the kids bathed before we get to the game. And 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 I, I've had people say, "Well, you probably don't go to all the games." And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, we do. <laughs> yeah. My kids would be upset with me if oh, I didn't right. take them to all the games. I mean, they truly love being at his games yeah. just as much as anybody else yeah. that goes to them." So it's just yeah, it's just a lot of planning and prep, preparing ahead of time, yeah. and
1: your but, mind is always spinning. Yeah, it?
0: absolutely, <laughs> absolutely.
1: Yeah, and
2: writing things down so you yep. stay on schedule.
0: Yeah, we well, calendar
2: invite everything. Skip. Yeah, if it's not in the calendar, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, so we just <laughs>
0: don't forget to put it in the calendar. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's in the calendar, or we ain't doing it. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, Cody, back to you. You know, you
1: you played at Washington, and I coached at Washington for twelve years. And obviously, you had a great run there and had held records. And I don't know. Do you still hold any? Are you? You know
2: what? Penix did a good job of getting a, a <laughs> yeah, handful of them, but uh, you know, I I don't know. It's I, I think there's still some some things in there. Um, but yeah, the single season. A uh, single-season mark, he got that one this year. I threw for like 4,400 yards. He got that one this year. single game, I threw him for 455. He got that one this year. So I'm still in the hunt somewhere. I just I don't know where, where it's all well, lays. You,
1: you lasted a long time, let's right. put it that Good way.
2: Good run. It was, it was 20 run. years,
1: yeah. 20, 20 years. years, absolutely. Yeah. And Cody, of course, was the quarterback for the, for the Huskies. And, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed coaching there for 12 years before I came here. But uh, I think the Huskies are back. I think the new coaching staff yeah. and the recruits that they're bringing in.
2: Penix, of course, is, is the key. Yeah, I mean, they've done a great job. I mean, yeah. Coach DeBoer has just done an awesome job assembling a staff that would be so much fun to play for. They're right. smart guys. They're you know they're they're the new age um you know you know with coach grubb what he's doing offensively and you know a buddy of mine lee marks who played here at boise that's a right. good buddy of mine they're just doing a great job up there they're embracing the x players which is really cool yes, you know yes. showing them love you know jen uh, has done a great job great there, ad going, yeah. putting them all together so just a great place and uh, i'm proud to have, have have been a part of it mm, that's great from my
0: point of view too i like that the new coaching staff seems to be also very fami- family family yes, oriented yes, i mean they're they've said like your family from hearing from other coaches that coach DeBoer is like yep. your family's your most important thing and yep everything else falls into place after that. Yep, and,
1: yep. and it's part of the big family yeah, there, the yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, that family uh, attitude and, and all is, is, is so good, and uh, I'm glad that he's, he lives what he says. Mm-hmm. Well, back to Cody again. You've, you've got uh, some time now in the off-season,
2: but it's probably really not off-season. <laughs> Tell us what goes on after the regular season. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Off season from from Eagle, I guess. But we uh, we play in a state tournament March, you know, first week into March and we get a couple months off and then we're back at it into May to the end of June and then uh, start open gyms again in the fall. So there's a couple little breaks in there as far as the high school season goes. But. I coach Mustang basketball, which is my little my yes, son's team. Yes. So uh, I'm very involved with my kids' sports. I'm not a very good golfer myself, but I I try to caddy for all three of them. You been? I coach two flag football teams, and I try to do the best I can to go support and all the other stuff. So it's just basically uh, not necessarily all year with Eagle, but it's all year coaching in some way, shape, or so, form. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like busy. the
0: high school side of it is always in the mix. I mean, True. even yeah. when it's not basketball season, there's still conversations with Coach Fortner, calling him and talking about different things I feel like it's always there's something yeah,
2: that's that's a good point you know and getting summer schedules ready and getting right. season schedules ready trying to figure out who you're going to play and mm-hmm. you know trying to do everything you can to help your kids get recruited the right way you know they're playing in their club seasons and so trying to talk to coaches so it's it really is a year round year round commitment as far as coaching high school sports uh, but but I really enjoy it and, I, and like I said earlier I have a great group of kids that I get to coach and great support at Eagles so it's, it's a, it's a full time job wow and a partridge in a pear tree yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Carly, when you were at Boise
1: State, what things were you involved with?
0: You know, I worked basically full time right. while I was going to school, so I didn't have the traditional college experience. I lived at home, like I said, coming from a single parent home. Right. I I started with five off
1: kids. That's amazing. Yeah,
0: I started off working full time, and t- I think I took like one or two classes my first semester and paid my classes as I went and right. I finally got to a point where I it was it, I, I had to take out some sort of a student loan to help pay for stuff but sure. I lived at home as much as I could for as long as I could so that was I mean I worked I sure. was I was working two three jobs all through college
1: wow well God bless your mom I mean yeah I, I can't I can't imagine five um, I, I grew up yeah. in a single mother family, too, but there was only two of us. Yeah. But five, that would be something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think she probably looks back and goes, those years were probably a little bit of a blur. Like, how did we get through this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she's still going strong? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. She's she's married now. I mean, so she remarried when uh, shortly after, I think a couple years after we graduated from high school and her and her husband have been together since and she's happy and they've raised all the kids and... They're. She's getting to to enjoy. Yeah, they come to a lot of the basketball games as many as they can, and our kids' games. Mm. And there, she's enjoying retirement now. So all that, all those years of all that hard work, and she's getting to enjoy a little bit of that.
1: Well, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. But we know what Cody does. He coaches basketball for all ages. Mm. But tell us in your in your heart and mind, what what does it mean to be a coach's wife?
0: Wow. a lot. Yeah. But you know, it's truly like I see what a passion it is for Cody. I mean, he he loves what he's doing and he loves the kids. And so for me it's it's about supporting him. I mean, right. giving him that letting that be his outlet, his I mean, he truly he he's I don't think people see the after games, when he's in his office and he's re-watching the film, or he's looking at the stats of the game, and did I make sure and give kids the right playing time, and how can I help this kid? Or I mean, it's it's a it's a lot. And so, for me as his wife, I think I, I he bounces a lot of things off of me, um, and I just try my best to just
1: be there, be there, Support, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what I've learned is that the, the coach's wife is oftentimes his best counselor. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife, for example, I mean, we coached for over 30 years, and she became the national president of the Coach's Wives Association. Wow.
0: That's cool.
1: So I used to tell people, <laughs> I neat. live with a big shot. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. yeah. <laughs> but no, she loved it, and she got involved, and it was very supportive, and she helped mentor and coach and train the younger wives. They came into the profession and not knowing what, what mm-hmm. was going on, you know. Of course, at the college level, while well, your, your your coaches are gone an awful lot, and the same thing is true, the, the wives have to, to manage the family and the schedules mm-hmm. and and all that, but uh, yeah, it's it's a team
2: deal. It it's, really is. It's funny you say that. Being gone a lot, you know, when I was in Canada, you know, I'd, she would come up in her off seasons, and she'd be with me for in the summer two when I wasn't in teaching. And so, if we had to, I, mean, I was playing in Toronto, so we had to go play in Calgary or wherever we played. Right. I mean, she'd be in in the apartment wherever we we're staying for right. two or three days by herself, and then when I'd go to practice, you know, you're at you're you're at the facility from 6 a.m. till 7 8 at night you know and she she'd hung out so she got a, a dose of what it's like there too at yes. that professional level yeah. in being so she's been around it a long long time so been around the block yeah. a few times yeah. as they
1: say yeah. yeah yeah well like i say coaching and, and being a coach's wife is is a team deal a special deal and uh what i may mean, ask you both this this question so you hear a lot about kids today, you know, some good, some not so good. What, what's your impression about our youth? What's, what's
2: important to them? Oh man, it's, it's a hard question. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Do you want to go first. Or you want me to go? Well, first?
0: I, it is, it is a hard question because I feel like being a child today is hard. I yes. feel like it's, it is, there's a, Cody and I even had this conversation the other day. I mean, he always talked about in high school he was too busy to ever get in trouble he was too busy and I thought about the situation I came from and I don't it would have been a lot harder for me I feel like with all the other outside influences that kids have to deal with today I mean the social media I think is a huge one it's a I mean it's a it's a hard that's a hard one and it's as a parent, it's hard, too, like, navigating mm-hmm. that with your own children and, and when is the right and appropriate age. And so I just – my heart goes out to kids these days because it's not it's not easy. It's not I don't easy feel like all. it's easy for them right now.
1: No, there's so many a choices. A lot more pressure. Yeah, there's pressure. There's a lot of choices.
2: And sometimes you can go in the wrong, go in the wrong way. Yeah. Social media is – I mean, social media is a huge one. Yeah. And then just getting pulled in so many different directions, mm-hmm. you know, the – um and there's a lot more influence i feel like than it was back in the old days where hey listen to your coach or do this there's a right. there's trainers and there's yeah. recruiters and there's all these different uh different pieces into the puzzle and uh you know it's uh it's easy to to get pulled in the wrong direction and it's um uh, i don't know it's it's harder to stay the course i guess would be right. the biggest thing you know because there's there's ways to um I don't know. There's this, it's harder to say the course, I guess, mm-hmm. would be the most, mm-hmm. the most uh, politically correct way to say it.
1: And that's why we need coaches and teachers that mm-hmm. care. Right. Absolutely. You know, yeah. love, love on these kids and help keep them on the right track. Because right. it's so easy to get, get off. Uh,
0: well, and also I feel like it's important that, uh, Cody and I talk about this with our own kids, that it's important for kids to know what it feels like to maybe not succeed all the time. Mm-hmm. and what that feels like to pull it together and get back out there and and it's okay like right. you're not gonna, you're not going to succeed all the time but it's okay we're going to we're going to continue to move on and i feel like that's one thing that we've i've i noticed as a teacher and i think he notices within coaching is that sometimes we don't do our kids Favors by always coming to their rescue, and so
1: I agree. And there's a
0: happy—I mean, there's got to be a balance to it because I mean, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's 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 a tricky it's a tricky thing to navigate.
1: It is, it is, and trophies for everyone. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure that does any good. That I don't think that's that's very productive. Right. Well, I'm going to ask you guys about a, a sore, touchy subject that's going on in our country right now, and that's school shootings. And obviously, every parent has Mm -hmm. got to be greatly concerned. And I know the schools are doing whatever they feel they can. For example, what... What's the security like at Eagle High School?
2: Oh, it's great. We had our our, our RSO is great. He sits right there in the front of Eagle High School. Doors are locked, and they just they do a great job at Eagle High School. You know, uh, uh, it's a scary scary topic. You know, uh, for us having our own kids, right? But but uh, Eagle's a great school, and and yeah. they do a great job of all the protocol that they have to handle to make sure they keep kids safe on a daily basis. You know, with with that being said though, it's still, I mean, it's, it's something in the back is everybody's mind. Always. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think about it when, when I was teaching, I mean, it's, it's scary. It's a scary deal. And, and I, there's I don't feel like there's a way to 100% and fully prepare for something like that. You can do the best you can, but it's, it's yeah, it's out there and it's scary and it's
1: real. Mm-hmm. It's real. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to hear that you've got good good security and in doing things, the protocols and, and all that. That's 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 awesome. Well let's talk about the role of parents with youngsters and getting into athletics and sports. What what would you say to parents nowadays? Oh,
2: that's a tough one. Yeah. That's well, a I tough
1: I like to ask tough questions. <laughs> yeah, that's a, tu- well, that's a tough one.
2: I mean, like, I, we're parents. We love our kids more than anything in the entire world, right? But like we said earlier, you know, it's trying to carve a path out for them. You, there's a happy meeting between carving a path out for them that gives them success, but then also allowing failure. Because, I mean, we, we talk about it a lot in our Failure builds character. It really does. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, You know, I've I've lost a ton in my life. You know, uh, at different situations, and I felt it's grown me into the person I am today. And I feel like I'm a pretty decent guy now, and a lot of that is because of the losses that I've had. So, you know, the biggest thing for parents is let the coaches coach, and the coaches, you just got to trust that you have guys. Guys, ladies, guys that that have their best interests in mind Mm -hmm. and uh, do the best they can to help mold that individual the right way. You know, I I make plenty uh, plenty of mistakes every night that I have the opportunity to coach, but I'm always trying to get better. I'm not a guy that thinks I have it all figured out. Um, You know, I think the day that you try to stop getting better is the day you should quit coaching. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get better every day and perfecting my craft or getting my craft to the next level. So, yeah, I mean, the parent situation is tough because you want what's best for your kids. You want to put them in the right situations. But I would just say, I mean, the, the, the letting them fail and, and putting them in a situation that doesn't always bring success is not the end of the world. So. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. coach them up. Not yeah, I,
0: I agree. And I always go back to, I always think back to our own children. And we talk about that we want our kids to have coping mechanisms. We want them to be able to have failure and be able to move on from that and mm-hmm. that i think that's important for parents to allow their kids yeah. like Cody said to n- not 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 always have everything laid exactly. out perfectly exactly. a perfect yeah. path for you
2: when and those tough conversations have to happen too i mean that's one thing i think is different than in the old days uh, you know what is even when i was pl- you know playing or when you were coaching i mean the honesty is not as much there as it needs to be, I mm-hmm. try to do the best I can to be honest with the kids that yeah. I'm coaching because, you know, there are situations where the kids are told what they want to hear, but is it really helping them become the better the yeah. better player? I mean, yeah. you need to, you need to be able to be honest with them, and that's tough having an honest conversation with a kid. But we try to do the best we can to be honest with them. Uh, my assistant coach is 76 years old; mm-hmm. he's been coaching for 50 years this year, and, and you know, he doesn't. People don't always think that he's the most politically correct with right. his answer, but he loves the kids more than anything in the entire world. And he's honest with them. And Tells I think that's true. Yeah, man, th- they need to hear that yeah. because, you know, there's other coaches and people uh, that tell the kids what they want to hear, but they're not helping them necessarily get better. Yeah. So that's a tough spot in this day and age, but uh, we try to yeah. do the best we can to be honest with them.
1: Well, coaching them up and not down, you yeah. know, that's, yeah. that's the key. And then being supportive of them, you know, if you're in the stands, so I be supportive of those kids and and the coaches and yeah, so, so important. Well, it's, we're out of time. I can't believe Mm. that that goes so fast, but uh, I just want to say thank you so much, Cody and Carly Pickett for coming in today and sharing on Game Plan for Life. We appreciate having us. Thank you very much. Thank you for what
0: you all do. Of course. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsor: Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino's Pizza, Diamond Heating and Cooling, Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust, and Zero Carpet Cleaning. Thank you for listening to Game
2: Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over
0: the Game Plan for Life. Have a great weekend, and remember, no game plan, no victory.